a Shishkin Productions podcast. Basically, Ikea had a Juneteenth menu. Yes, it was like fried chicken, watermelon, just the stereotypical shit. Come on, Ikea. I'm not going to Ikea to eat no damn collard greens. Especially not. I'm not going to Ikea for a Juneteenth meal. Yeah. (laughs) And water. I'm not going to Ikea for furniture no more. I'm not putting that shit together. Fuck y'all. It is the Group Text Podcast. We are back. I'm Braxton. I'm Tia. I'm Chris. Lauren's still on hiatus, getting her one two step on rehearsal for her wedding. Yes. She better turn up. You know, this this uh this better be a dance number. Because <laughs> what could be more important than talking to your cousins about why America is trash <laughs> and bring in <laughs> the tweets to the, to the street. Maybe they're talk. learning a TikTok. Need to talk about why weddings are trash. <laughs> 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 oh man. How was, uh, how was y'all's Juneteenth? Was it? Uh, I don't think I did. Should I probably spend it with some white women? Oh Lord. Juneteenth fail. Mine was fire because we had Uncle Franklin's birthday party on Saturday at grandma's and like literally like a ton of people I hadn't seen in forever, like the Grams and like all those kind of people were there and it was awesome. We had fun. Yeah. I actually shot golf on Juneteenth and actually I was with Two older white women as my partner, so that's true. <laughs> and I probably Damn, shot an eighteen sixty nine. So that's oh, true. Oh Lord, <laughs> Doctor Umar would be so disappointed. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. I went and hit with my dad on Sunday, and I hadn't been on the range in a couple of weeks, and I was struggling at first. So I'm trying to get back into it. That's my golf. Learning golf is my new thing. My dad's teaching me yeah we don't we don't need to do an analysis check do we now or 1865 chris might need an analysis this is like two 70 year old white women i joined like this some boomers yeah i joined like this (laughs) golfing group and most of the people in there are pretty older and like my team was just or the ladies I played with were just two older white women. Um, one of them, they're cool though. One lady was like from Minnesota, no kids. All she has is like two cats. So she was chill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Another white lady was pretty. Hey, that's funny. like half the women in Brooklyn, you know? <laughs> two kids, two cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, my Juneteenth was pretty fun. I went to Fort Green Park. It was just like, it really reminded me of, um, so I know, I think Tia, maybe you mentioned this last week at home, they used to have a thing called the wreck and like on the weekends in Conway where we grew up, it was just like all the black people would go hang out and like grill and like hey, basketball DJs or whatever <laughs> basketball. It was literally like the, uh, if you ever heard the, the song summertime by Will Smith, like it was that incarnated basically. Yeah. It looked like um, fun. I'm coming up there next year for Juneteenth. Yeah, it was pretty lit. Um, so well, unless some... it's on Father's Day, because one of us has to be oh, with yeah. Dad. So. 
true. But no, it was it was fun. Got some good pictures. Hung out there pretty much all day, and then ended up on a rooftop. But it won't be um, next year though, because next year is a leap year, right? Uh, leap years, I think, is every is it every it's four every years? four years. So leap years are on the same years as Olympic years. So yeah, I thought twenty twenty two, right? Yeah, that's so, yeah. You're right. Yeah, it'll be Monday. So, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, we'll see. Well, now it's a federal holiday, so yeah, maybe we'll be off. Doubt it, but we'll see. I'm, well, I mean, our most federal holidays. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if that's another uh, why America's trash segment uh, in June of 2022. All right. Let me mark that on our calendars. But uh, good weekend. Uh, where do we start? You know what? Uh, man, I guess we could start with this drop. It's Brittany, bitch. That's my girl. <laughs> she stood up for herself today. She called the. She went um, to court. She actually requested that court date too, I believe. She's sick of that shit. But she literally yeah, like so this. Please. Stu- I'll give y'all the the rundown because I was all on Twitter, all on Perez, everything today. It was just it. She sounded sane because I was able to hear some clips on Twitter. Like people were putting like the link on there, but it's like I'm not a lawyer. Like I'm not trying to be in the court, you know. Like so, at first they tried to um, say like no media could be in there, and Brittany was like, "No, I want them here." Mm. So and then she was just talking about how they're using her for her money. They gave they made her put an IUD in so she can't get pregnant. Like, that's crazy to me. That was the most insane part I heard. Besides her saying that she was sex trafficked, which I could believe that, too. And um, I've seen a, a lot of my women friends post about their IUDs lately and saying how they're like really painful and like. It just sucks to get them out. And then like, yeah, if they how, don't put it in there. Right. I'm sure I've never had yeah. one, but I've known people that ha- they put them in there and um, they're not in there. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 And she I think she wants to get married. They won't let she wants to marry her boyfriend. She can't even ride in the car with her boyfriend. He can't drive her. That I don't understand. I guess she Why has to drive. I guess they she can only ride in the car or drive with certain people like they have. I'm surprised they even let her have an Instagram like that just makes me think like, is she posting that stuff on Instagram or are they making her posting? Like, I don't know, because on her Instagram, like sometimes she does sound like a little frazzled, but she says that they made her get on lithium. She was on something for like five years that I guess she was like okay with. And then they put her on lithium. I think the last time she went to the mental facility was like 2019. She didn't want to go. They forced her to go. Um, basically her dad and her lawyers are trash as hell. And she spoke up. She was like, I, everyone wants, she was like, they make me say I'm happy and I'm okay. And I'm not, I don't sleep. Um, where's I mean, her mom? Where's her sister? Uh, her sister's like married with a kid. Like her sister has like a normal life. And I think at one point, like she wants, she wouldn't even, I think she wouldn't have minded her sister being her conservator 
because she probably would have had more freedom. From my understanding, her parents were on the Zoom or whatever it was because her dad is her cons- like over the conservatorship. So I don't she says she want to sue her family. So I guess she don't fool with them like that. Yeah, I did see that, too, where she was like, I want to also sue my family. Yeah. It was just sad because after we watched that documentary, it's like what she said today was like way worse than that shit. Like, I mean, we knew she had no control, but for them to like control her body and she can't ride in the car, she can't get married. Like, how are you going to tell a 40 year old woman they can't get married and have a kid? Like, she's probably pissed because like she's pretty like at the end of her childbearing years. Like, you know, she has no control over her money. That's why she refuses to perform custody. No, you know, Kevin got her ex-husband has the kids like she sees her kids, but I'm pretty sure it's like monitored and shit. And they're older now, I would imagine they're like teenagers, so. It's sad, like your kids have more freedom than you do. She's got to be what close to is she like She's got to be early 40s or like right at 40. She's a little older than me, but yeah, Yeah, that's that's insane. I I watched that New York Times thing on um, Hulu, Hulu, but I feel like that that got into a little bit of her situation. But I feel like it was obviously coming from a third party source. So they didn't like. Yeah. And it was more so how the media dragged her and not like her conservatorship. That's what I was about to say. Like that was more like tabloidy than actual what the hell was actually going on with her. Because they were talking about the media dragging in Justin Timberlake uh, and all kinds of shit around that. But they never really got into like the meat and potatoes of what is actually going in because that may be because they didn't necessarily they probably didn't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I don't necessarily like I went to law school. I don't necessarily understand conservatorship in that <laughs> regards. But it just sounds like I, she doesn't seem like somebody who can't take care of herself. I mean, she's we've seen her played out in the media and that's probably how they're how they've come to the situation or how she's come to be in the situation just because they've been dragging her since she was fucking 18 years old but i just think it's um i mean it's her dad's a piece of shit her mom sounds like a piece of shit too uh it doesn't Mm -hmm. seem like she has anybody that actually loves her around her except Uh, for maybe her boyfriend I don't even know who that nigga is. Yeah, he's like a model or something, but like he was, he had on his little free Britney shirt on Instagram. Like, I think, I think he really loves her. I hope it doesn't come out that he's a part of all this. Like, I'm surprised they let her have a boyfriend. That's why I'm kind of like, I don't know if like he might be one of her handlers or whatever they call them. Them controlling, like, I guess conservatorship means they controlling like her money, they controlling. They control everything. everything. Obviously, you said they're controlling her body. I mean, it sounds like their dad's Republican. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Did you watch that movie? I care a lot on Netflix. Uh, Well, it was that movie was crazy. It was just this lady that would just like get conservatorships. She would like make older people look 
like they couldn't take care of themselves. And like she found this old rich lady that had like no kids, no family. Y'all should watch it. Like that movie Is it was like a documentary. No, it's a movie. Uh, and it's basically how like people can take advantage of old people that don't have anyone. Like she basically targeted people like she made it seem like this lady had dementia. She put her in a nursing home like it was crazy. Yeah, see, that's it. Because I, I think like lithium, I know is a lot of people who have bipolar mm-hmm. or like mania. Uh, that's what lithium is used to treat. But that's the thing, like it's almost what's that? What do they call that? Like. Munchausen by proxy, right? You like force medication Mm -hmm. and stuff on the people and make you think they have something when they actually don't. But that's like some ultimate form of gaslighting shit, you know, or you could really manipulate. Exactly. And And I was telling April earlier, I was like, she started kind of acting out like after she had her kids. And I bet she had like postpartum depression Mm -hmm. and they just didn't do anything and like just let her go crazy. Like I, they probably wanted her to go crazy. She was so rich back then. Yeah. I mean, she's rich now. She's rich forever. But um, she was like, I just want to take time. Like that's why she hasn't been performing because she's like, I'm not giving them my money. Yeah. Now, I don't blame yeah. her. Damn. I stand Britney Spears forever. Like I've been a Britney fan since the beginning. Like I love Britney Spears. So it tore me up to see her like that. It's Britney. Yeah, I wish she <laughs> yeah. I would say like I don't know um, free her uh, yeah yes, free Britney her, or it was back. Or, free Britney it was backwards <laughs> yeah <laughs> at least at least let her get um, if she doesn't want to be in control of whatever which I'm sure she does at least let her pick the person who she can trust Right. right, her life right. and with her situation. Because obviously, sorry, obviously her dad ain't shit. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I just want he he should be locked up, especially if that sexual trafficking shit is true. Yeah, that is wild. See, I didn't see the any. I just saw that she said that she was a part of some sex trafficking ring, or so like I didn't she really said understand she was what that sex was about. Traffic. But I mean, I would imagine that she was like, especially when she they. I, 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 Hollywood is crazy. I don't put nothing past nobody. I feel like yeah. Kevin Federline's a fuck boy too. Right. But, Cause he took advantage of the situation and got, got, yeah, got custody, custody of the kids. kids you know shit. what I'm saying? Like he probably was like, yeah, keep her sick so I can have my kids. And they're probably no telling what he's telling them about their mom either. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. This is all speculation. I don't know. Um, but I feel like he should be an on site candidate. Yeah, her, him and her dad. Yeah, for sure. Well, I don't know. Free Britney. We'll see what happens. Because I am interested. Do they give a timeline to like, um, you know, I don't think they the decision. I don't think they said, but like the guy that was over her conservatorship today, he said, like, if she doesn't think I'm good enough, like I'll step down. So hopefully the judge will just like. I get rid of was over her conservatorship. But like there has to be a lawyer too. So the yeah. lawyer and the dad are like in cahoots, I guess. Well, so nigga, if he was gonna step down, we wouldn't have to go through all this. You should just step your <laughs> just step down. Yeah. Just say in the shit. Like, so yeah. I don't know all the legalities. I don't I don't think there was because she asked, it was like an emergency type meeting thing. Like today. an emergency hearing. Yeah. So I I hope she gets free because it's just sad. 
Mm. Be my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> for real. Shout out to Brittany. I'll drop it one more time for the people. Oh, wait. Will I? Yes. It's Brittany, bitch. We love All you, right. We'll check in with Brittany next week. Yeah. Now to some shit we do know about. <laughs> okay yeah this rundown is so random but this one i saw this kind of trending and i was like wait what what did trick daddy say There's about a lot Beyonce? Of shit that happened in music this week but yeah, yeah, what the fuck? music yeah. <laughs> yeah but none of them yeah no every, music every news no music drop but just people in music saying some wild, wild shit or doing wild shit yeah. so i think i did see that trick daddy said that beyonce can't sing i don't know what he said about jay-z but, he said Jay Z isn't the greatest rapper, and that. Uh, I mean, I think basically he what he was trying he to say. Beyonce can't sing, uh, and Jay Z could never be the greatest rapper because. Let's pull up the exact quote. saying Beyonce. <laughs> Can't sing. Can't sing. <laughs> I'm like, come on now, and like I've had people try to say that to me, and I'm like, y'all. Not saying like Beyonce can sing. I went to her concert. She sounds amazing. She's a performer. She's a workhorse. Like Beyonce don't bother nobody. Why are you doing this? And like, who are you, Trick Daddy? You can barely rap. You're in jail every other day. And I'm pretty sure you're a drug addict. Shut the hell up. Damn. I stand Beyonce as well for the most part. I'm not in the beehive where I'm under their comments and shit, but. He said, Jay-Z ain't never won the greatest rapper alive. Whoever put him on that level, whoever put him on a level like that. Um, New York lost Biggie. They needed a hero because they wanted to be the mecca of hip hop. They just handed it over to Jay-Z. Uh, he also said, man, I watched my godmama train Beyonce vocal lessons all her career. Um <laughs> Man, this is just, yeah. just random. Beyonce can't sing. Beyonce don't write music and can and barely can sing her motherfucking self. Like he's <laughs> and he says she didn't do nothing for the black community. I feel like he said because I, I listened to what he said. And when he what said that, he I was yeah, I was like, what have you done besides open your little raggedy restaurant, which the beehive went on Google review and dragged and <laughs> took his um rating down to like a two. So I'm like, don't why do you say things about Beyonce? You already know the beehive is gonna come for your ass. I mean, All right. there's I mean, no such thing as bad publicity. I mean, just I guess I we take it back to any live performance that she's done. Uh, she could sing. I mean, it's not even an argument. I don't care if you want to say she's the greatest singer alive or not. Um, she could sing. Like what the yeah, fuck? You definitely can't. About? Yeah, you can't say she can't sing. Yeah, like the woman can sing a run like nobody's business. And who cares if she don't write her own music? I don't even know if she does. But you know, Whitney Houston never wrote. Not... I believe Whitney Houston never wrote one song. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's not the standard for R and B. Right. <laughs> that's right. not right. That's not but... what anything outside of like, um, um. Babyface, who can sing and write, and like Neo, and just a few of those, like top those type of people, R and B singers, they always sing other people's songs. I mean, that's yeah. what I feel like that would be like a rapper's criticism. Is like, oh, they don't even write their own stuff because uh, if you're whatever a rapper, you know, 
you're going to be writing your own verses. I don't, but that's, that shouldn't be the same standard as, yeah. as a singer. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, a lot of people don't write their own shit. Yeah. Or even if you do, you don't have to, you don't have to sing every song you write and you don't have to write every song you sing. Like it doesn't matter. Like Neo's Neo wrote irreplaceable. I believe I was going to say, cause I know Jay-Z was in the background whenever Neo was writing that mad as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, he like, was, you he was like, not know about me. I just don't get, um, one who made trick daddy the fucking (laughs) (laughs) the go-to when it comes to who can sing and who can't sing like it just sounds like some hate and he sound like you need some therapy like you need to go go. yeah i don't don't understand <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Also, like, w- like, where did this come up? Was he? In I a, think like, he was, was on. He somebody said he was on Clubhouse. I think, but I know he oh. has a radio show, so it could have been on that too. But I don't care where he was. It's at he Clubhouse. Yeah, you shouldn't. Wait, have said that ain't shit. even on Clubhouse no more, fam. That That's what I was thinking. That I didn't even know. Just it was like still a his thing. old ate up ass face. <laughs> Clubhouse. <laughs> Two to three months after niggas stopped using Clubhouse. No, somebody yeah. said he looked like a California raisin. <laughs> <laughs> I typed yeah, in I his, like I typed in his name in Google, and the first thing that popped up is what disease does Trick Daddy have? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Damn. As soon as outside opened back up, Clubhouse fell way off. I feel yeah. like Cocaine yeah, go to the real Clubhouse. <laughs> yeah. I, I went to like one clubhouse thing and I, was, I think it was like a book tour thing with Jenna Wortham and Kimberly Rose Drew. Yeah. And it was cool. They were like talking about stuff, but like, that's the only thing that I've ever actually done on clubhouse. I was in the one where like, I think it was Meek Mill or somebody was going ham. And I was like, I just don't want to hear you niggas talk. You niggas have nothing to say. Like, yeah. I swear when you actually start digging into like rappers and like these, Except for Plies, he is actually he be saying some shit. Famous people that we just have to be forced to deal with all the time. They're just put in our face like Meek Mill. This niggas is so fucking stupid. I just want to be like the fam. Read a book. Do you read? (laughs) (laughs) Like when's the last time you finished the book? Not that LeBron James first page shit that they. I was just about to say it's like every time LeBron posts, he's reading a book. It's just like the first page of a book, and it's never (laughs) anything past that. Yeah, like when do you read a fucking book? When, when, when have you read a book? Like I just don't. I don't know, man. This is just. It's just stupid. But I love that Trina posted Beyonce and was like, she is absolutely the queen. Like, don't put me in that shit with Trick Daddy. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Yeah, she was like, don't (laughs) get me canceled over here. Yeah. Her and Trick Daddy have beef? Like her. No, you know, Trina and Trick Daddy are like brother and sister. I know, but like. No, I mean, I watch Love and Hip Hop and they be going at it like brother and sister Mm. for sure. But. Yeah. I mean, they're they're like family, so. But yeah. I would have done the same thing. Like, don't have me in that shit. Yeah, because of the beehive, they they, they will sting. 
Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I see the read drop today, so maybe they got a hold. They of did. Him. I listened to the beginning. You know, they uh, dragged okay. his ass. Well, they uh, okay. they they basically said like he's on drugs and nobody should listen to him. Basically, uh, they were like, I don't even get why people were like listening to him. He's a drug addict. I was like, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, he look. He just looks like man. He I mean, just doesn't look great. Does cocaine, put it in blunts and shit, but. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, he he got to stop. And Beyonce aside, there are a couple decades where Jay-Z was the best rapper alive. You might not say he's the best rapper alive now, which every time he put out 444 and he kind of grabbed that mantle back again. And every time he fucking features on a track, he's still rapping his ass off. Um, but Trick Daddy shouldn't be able to. Like, I love Trick Daddy. Don't get me wrong. We all from the South. We are all from the South. We all grew up listening to Trick Daddy. Trick we all, kids. We all Trick scream Trick, Trick Love the Kids. We all scream she put that sugar on my tongue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before we even knew what that shit meant. Dog's Holiday is an absolute classic. Yeah. But. He should shut the hell up. He should shut the fuck up forever. Yeah. Stop. Get some help. Exactly. <laughs> no, Jay Z was never the best rapper alive. Cut it out. Yeah, oh, you couldn't. You can't hold a He's never even been on a list of the best rappers alive. He wouldn't even be in the top fifty. Trick Daddy. Not at all. Please. Not at all. It. Yeah. It's, I do now. I have heard people say that. You know, Jay Z basically after Biggie, like what Trick Daddy was saying, but people were saying like, because if you notice, Jay Z will always have like Biggie lyrics in his songs, and people are like, oh, he stole his whole flow or whatever. Bar for word, bar for bar, word for word, bar for bar. I've heard that criticism of Jay Z before, but I think it was like really on some like homage uh, on some no, like on some real. Hotepery, uh, what's the uh, Illuminati shit where they were oh, like, like beyond, like um, Biggie like had to he, die so Jay Z could, and they right. say the same thing. They'd be like, Aaliyah had to die so Beyonce could rise right. or some shit. Like, shut right. up, you're right. <laughs> like, please get some help. Yeah, because <laughs> oh, those I don't know, man. Because those um. I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's maybe a deeper conversation with just black people in general, how we feel like there's not enough space for all of us. Uh, right. In a barrel type mentality, that's maybe mm-hmm. that's what's going on here. But to say, I mean, I listen to 22 twos or um, what's the, not 22 twos. What's the song on Reasonable Doubt with uh, Brooklyn's Finest? Brooklyn's Finest. I listen to Brooklyn's Finest. Like I Jay-Z held his own. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then if he had held his own, he wouldn't still be relevant and today. To 20, and if you listen to twenty two twos and say this guy ain't the best rapper alive, you really got him fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> if you listen to Reasonable Doubt and say this guy ain't the best rapper alive, that point you got him fucked up. I mean, I think. Oh, this is I didn't put this on the rundown, but I saw the Dame Dash. I think, or basically, Jay Z is suing Dame Dash because they were trying to sell Reasonable Doubt as an NFT because Rockefeller Records owns Reasonable Doubt. Jay Z doesn't, or he has like minority ownership or something. But I, I didn't look into the details of it. But I, it just looked like a money grab from. Uh, yeah, because well, he ain't got no money. 
I'm sure he has plenty. I mean, the only money that he has is from reasonable. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's probably some other stuff. That, yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, but I'm that's sure what I'm saying. Jay Z doesn't own the rights to Reasonable Doubt. Rockefeller Records doesn't. Dame Dash owns Rockefeller Records, I guess. And that was like the whole thing. He I was, think Jay Z owns Rockefeller Records. I think so. I think. Um, I don't know. We're speaking from the cuff here, but I believe they both. I mean, I think that, here's what happened. Fella records and then uh, part of Reasonable Doubt. Um, what's his name? Dame Dash owns a part of Reasonable Doubt. And he said he wasn't trying to sell it as an NFT. He was just trying to sell his share. Oh, uh, right. And then Jay-Z or whoever. Jay-Z offered him offered something and he was like, that's not enough. He said it was too low. So he was going to take it to the whoever wanted to purchase it. Then maybe he can get. Right. Uh, the proper amount from his standpoint of what he should be paid um, regarding reasonable doubt. Uh, but I think Jay-Z owns Rockefeller records and then Rockefeller records owns reasonable doubt. Mm, got you. Cause I believe it could be something along the lines of he, or maybe Def Jam. I don't know. It could be along the lines of he sold reasonable doubt and then Def Jam gave him Rockefeller Records mm. or something along those lines. It's some kind of thing that plays into that. Uh, and then they tried to purchase the other share back from Dame Dash, but he said they lowballed him. Mm. So now Jay-Z had a lot of stuff going on this week because there was another story. And we didn't have to talk about this, but I'm just now remembering this is. The guy who's a, um, he's a really famous <clears throat> hip hop photographer. And he did like he did the cover, sh- the cover. He shot the cover for Reasonable Doubt and like a bunch of DMX records. But Jay-Z was also suing him. Got, oh, no. Is nah, it that Lenny su- guy? Um, I have to look it up really quick. But basically, Jay-Z was suing him because the guy was like Jonathan Mannion is his oh. name, I think. But basically he's been like selling Jay-Z prints on his website from reasonable doubt. And Jay-Z was like, yo, you don't, you don't own these. You can't sell these as my likeness or whatever, but I don't know. Mm. He had a tough week, but whatever. Uh, he's a billionaire. He's still richer so. than most. So it wasn't yeah. that damn tough. This actually ties in pretty closely with the next topic about T-Pain and Usher beef, which I guess it isn't beef. Cause from what I saw, the last thing, that T-Pain said is like, he doesn't have any hard feelings, but basically Usher said he was depressed for four T-Pain years. T-Pain was oh, depressed. I'm sorry, T-Pain was depressed for four years because Usher said that he ruined music with auto-tune. Uh, I have like conflicting, I guess Usher is I, a legend and like T-Pain was coming up and you probably learned a lot from Usher in the music industry, probably followed a lot of what Usher did when he was coming up in the music industry. But for somebody to say something to you and you to be, de- Let's, I'm going to get canceled for this, for you to be depressed for four years seems a little wild. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but that's like, that's like you meeting like your favorite, like whatever we're, I'm not really good at anything. Like what if, if Braxton, like he's doing his photography and he met like a really famous photographer and the guy was like, dude, your shit's not even that good. Like he, I could see, and you really wanted to pursue photography, like for real, for real. Like I could see I'm, four years is a long time. It, maybe he wasn't depressed. It maybe just like every time 
it's just if when somebody says something to you like something like that to you like you think about it all the time yeah like i i i felt bad i felt bad for him. i was like damn like and the sad thing is is like t-pain can sing without um auto-tune because he won the mass singer the first season so i probably would have just pulled up on usher and beat his ass be honest <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was like yo you would have to come see me yeah, because like, of anyone like because when i'm listening okay who actually ruined music with auto-tune and i was like like travis scott Bruh, I was like, listening to your mix today and I was listening to um whatever that song is. Um that just is it Justin? Oh, oh slide slide Cal- and like, Frank, all Frank of Migos and, was in auto-tune. Yeah. And yeah. uh futures in all everybody does auto-tune. It, and he like we said, he's not even the first one to do it. The computer love, like come on. Yeah, yeah. auto tune, but right, he anything, perfected he, it. I'm about to say, if any, I mean, then he said Kanye said the same thing. Kanye used auto tune all through fucking what? Every time I listen to, um, I put on yeah. his whole shit is in auto tune. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like Travis Scott's whole thing. style of music it literally came from 808s and Heartbreaks. Like if that album hadn't come out, like I don't even think there would be a Travis Scott really. Right. Um, and then that's but like also, 50 Cent saying Ja Rule was singing and then kills Ja right. Rule's career and then starts singing. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but the guy who made Computer Love, uh, I think it was Zapp and Roger, mm-hmm. um, there was a video circulating maybe six or eight months ago Did and he was saying... Uh, I, I know, I don't know if it was him. Oh, wait, maybe Kraftwerk. Is that who sings that song? Or is it Zapp and Roger? I don't know. But basically, he was saying they were getting, uh, you know, they were getting ragged on for using auto-tune and stuff. And he made that song to be like, fuck you, I'm going to use it even more. Right, and that's, and that's why a classic. He, right, and that's why he made Computer Love. I wish I could find the video of him talking about it. Um, I guess it's by Zapp. I think is maybe who made that song or Zap and Roger. I, I don't know. I think but, the guy that does the auto tune's name is Roger. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just but think like, it's crazy. Not only I think what Usher said was fucked up because Usher then went ahead and used auto tune and oh my god, which exactly. Maybe, I, I was trying to remember the song that he used it in, and that was uh, it. Uh, which may be one of the worst songs ever made. That's my hot take. Yeah, I, think I hate that song. Absolute trash. Or the Gucci LOL smiley face is also up there have been one of the worst songs ever made. I hate what that. that? I never heard that song. What is that? LOL smiley face. LOL just smiley. Te- Gucci and uh, Trey songs. The shout it just text me. Say she want to sex me. LOL, LOL smiley, smiley face. LOL. That shit was awful. I hate yeah. that whole era of music. To be honest, <laughs> I was wondering if Usher ever made a song with auto tune because I would imagine he would have had to have it. Oh, my on. God was with auto tune. Mm-hmm. Oh, the one with him and Will I am. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, and I feel like that was probably oh like one of his God. more popular songs. Right. After when he, you know, I went to see him on concert when he made that. I ain't gonna lie. Usher is one of the best concerts I've ever been to. No, nah, I mean, we love him. I mean, he's a good performer. Yeah. We saw fucking genuine at the attic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my dad took us to see Montel Jordan at the attic. Yeah, yeah. That was my first old. concert ever. Yeah, me too. Right. My yeah. first concert ever was Montel Jordan at the attic in Myrtle Beach. With our dad. Classic. 
<laughs> we're 13 years old. Well, y'all might have been 13. I might have been like 10. 10. <laughs> yeah. This nigga's performing Pony at the attic. At the yeah. club. Man, we don't get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. Yo, the attic was popping. They had TLC come through there. They had like... Immature. Immature. Everybody went uh, through else? there. I remember seeing... uh who Who's the, the group who sang... No pigeons. I remember seeing them there. Oh Dirty thieves. Uh, yeah. Is that their name? Oh my God. <laughs> no pigeons, I remember seeing them there. I miss the days of the response tracks. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And those girls come out there, no pigeons drop. Come on. Right. <laughs> Classic. But yeah. Um, I think T Pain definitely made music better. We can say we hate auto-tune. Jay-Z came out with Death of Auto-Tune, whatever. I mean, you're a rapper. You can do what you want to do. I don't know if he ever used a song with auto-tune, but um, T-Pain made R&B better. He made it fun. Uh, now he just birthed a lot of these new kids because everybody's using auto-tune now. You can't find a song without auto-tune. It's probably before, like you said, it's been used forever, but nowadays... He brought it back. Yeah, he... He, he perfected it. it. He perfected it. Yeah, like yeah. and like T Pain, like pretty much stays in his lane and like you don't mess with yeah. nobody. Yeah, I love T Pain. He don't even check his Instagram DMs. So yeah, that was the craziest story <laughs> when he had all those DMs from like all those famous people. He didn't yeah. even know how to check his DMs. He, he, he don't mess with that. nobody. I think he's really big on Twitch because he plays a lot of video games. Oh, okay. So he has a pretty he has like a pretty big following on there. But yeah. I mean, he seems to get along with everyone. Like, who wouldn't want to make a song with T Pain? Because it's liable to be a club banger. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I just want to know how Usher how this came about. Like, as far as him saying that to T Pain, how he made it out there without being punched. Um, that must have been when T-Pain first came out yeah he had to be must have been I'm in love with the stripper T-Pain mm-hmm. but it must have been before like we heard it because as soon as T-Pain dropped like he was fire like we when were it comes, all on to say yeah when it comes to like hood melodic bangers T-Pain got him I'm in I'm love so hood. with the stripper because <laughs> I'm so hood with like Ace yes. Hood my shit T-Pain Did he looks do all so I much older win? than he is. Was that him? Yeah, that was. Yes. Yeah, that was him. I mean, I technically that was DJ Khaled, but, but yeah. I mean, I'm so hood was probably DJ Khaled too, or one of those. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure I mean, they're both Daddy from was Miami. On that song too. You got that lovey dolly. That's like, saying like there was a whole T Pain movement. You with one. everybody, bro. Like everybody. That's what I'm saying. It was what was the verse? He can do a versus. He did a versus. Who he was did? the versus against Lil John? Yeah, oh, yeah. I missed that one. Yeah, it was a good one. It was damn, a good one. I bet that yeah, was. because I was like, damn, T Pain had mad that. hits. You probably did, you but did, he had Lil John was like in the his basement, which was a strip club. Some shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this basement looked exactly how his basement is supposed to look. Right. Like yeah, has look- Usher done a versus? Nah, they're mm. trying to do Usher Chris Brown. Yeah. We talked about that at one point. Yeah, I think we had talked about that at one point. I mean, it would be, like I said, I, it would be really hard for me to choose Chris Brown at, 
Oh, you know, but yeah, they said he okay, slapped somebody wig off this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hate to laugh at that, but yeah. God, one come of my on, Chris. Was like she should have had a better weed. I was like, no. <laughs> oh, damn. she didn't have that shit pinned down right. Uh, oh, Chris, he Brown. said it was capped though, but we'll see. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, he's the worst. I don't know. Yeah, let's get back to suing rappers. Damn, y'all. <laughs> speaking of rappers, y'all see the. We, that's not even on the rundown, but like the baby and um, oh yeah, and um, Meg the Stallion's boyfriend was going at it. Yeah, um, who is she dating? Some Party? guy named Party. He writes. Oh, the dude, uh, the dude from he writes for like Drake or OVO. Nah, he writes for uh, nah, that's Party Next Door. Partisan oh. Fontaine. He writes for uh, oh Party yeah B. yeah yeah. He they have that back. He has that back it up song with Cardi B. Uh, yeah. but he, he writes for Cardi B like her rats and shit um, but yeah they're like going back and forth because uh, Meg was saying something about him working with uh, Tory, Lanez. Tory Lanez and I guess I remember Fair. a while ago when um, he said that shit wouldn't be even be cleared or Meg came on Twitter and said the song wouldn't be clear but they did a video etc and now she's calling like industry etc like the industry niggas and the baby responded saying you know better than that I ain't no industry nigga this type of shit and then I think it was uh, little you know, baby you know typical hood nigga lying about this is maybe one of the blackest hoodest nigga lines ever he's talking about I'm arguing with I'm arguing with this lady like I'm arguing with her man. I want to talk to her. I want to talk to her man or something along those lines. You know how niggas be. And then I guess that's when Partisan chimed in and was like, you a clown, this and that. And then the baby chimed in like, fam, you know about me. <laughs> that's yeah. all pretty much you needed to say. Because we do. Because yeah. we do. He <laughs> killed someone in Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> and they tried to say he killed somebody in that, in Miami, but it was actually his artist. Oh, yeah. The other guy mm-hmm. got arrested for it. But yeah, that was just a sidebar because there's been a lot of shit happening in the music this week that wasn't music. Yeah. I know yeah. Snow Drop this week, though. I'm happy about Who? that. Who? Snow Lager. Oh, word. Her drop last them. week, too, and her album's fire. Oh yeah, I'm into listening. I'm listening to it. That album's really good. I put this on the rundown, but like the only thing that I had to say about it was, you know, the Tony Braxton Mary J Blige versus happening. But I don't know why this is Tony Braxton may get two unless she wrote for a lot of people. She may get two out of this, depending on what Mary play, because Mary got. Mary could kill her with the My Life album alone. I'm telling you, that's a banger. Whew. I don't Tony understand why I was against Tamar. Right. Why wasn't it Mary J versus Mariah? I don't know. I, but I but I think Tia mentioned I could see Mariah be like, I'm not doing a versus. Yeah, I feel like if she did one, it would be by herself, like how D'Angelo did one by himself. But that wasn't even on purpose. That was just because Maxwell couldn't do it. Or yeah. Something, you know, yeah. Yeah, I don't think uh, Mariah would do it. Maybe for the culture, but I just I don't know. I feel like they got Alicia Keys in there too soon because I mean, hers she was good because she did John, like John Legend, but it was so good. That's one of my nah, favorite no. ones. It was good, but I just feel like it's because they both play the piano. Like the yeah, I would have liked to seen her against uh, somebody other than John Legend. Yeah, for. I don't know why. I just I feel like Alicia Keys could have went against Mary J. Blige, actually. 
Nah, she's. I not mean, like, she's not a. But I, more like Tony Bright. Like I loved Tony Bright. So shouldn't win against like Anita Baker because they have the same voice. <laughs> Or somebody. I don't even think Tony Braxton could have went up against Janet. Like Hell maybe a nah. Janet, maybe Janet Mary J. Blige would have been good. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm not well versed on Janet discography outside of a few songs. So I don't know. I would be in saying something like she does she have 20, which I know she does. I oh, just God, yeah. I just don't know. Let me like let me dip my toe in the astrology pool here real quick. I got to get a sound drop for this, but I don't know what to use. But we'll talk about woo, it offline. Woo, woo, woo. Uh, <laughs> Mariah is an Aries and a Cancer moon. So and a Cancer rising. Hmm, interesting. I don't know what Mary J. Blige is, but I'm very interested to know. I feel like her birthday is like December or something, but I'm not sure. Her birthday is January 11th. Uh, should be a Capricorn, right? So she is a Capricorn and a Cancer Moon. Hmm. Hmm. Cap, Mary J. Blige, a Cap. I, uh, I wouldn't have guessed that. I would not have guessed that, but you know, is that fire? That's Earth. Oh, I thought she would have been fire. That's what I was thinking too. Or like, yeah, I thought she would have been Mariah's definitely Aries. Yeah, but I thought Mary J. would have been. Honestly, water, but earth makes sense. Earth does. Earth kind of does make sense. It does make sense to me. Um, but yeah, uh, Mary J and Tony Braxton. I don't think um, I can name like 20 popular Tony Braxton songs. I could definitely name 20 Mary J Blige songs. That's so. what I feel like. She must have, she must be have written some songs that we maybe attribute to her. That she has, that she has is she top. much of a songwriter? Well, uh, Babyface did a lot of her early stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like Tony Bryson has a beautiful voice. Like she could, her and Mary can sing, but I just don't see them as a verse. Has Tony Bryson always been that light skin? I don't know why. I feel she like. has lupus. Not saying that oh, that's why okay. she's light skin, but that might have something to do with her skin. All right, because I don't know how I feel like she used to be in like the Nia Long type color, but I could yeah. just because her videos was black and white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't yeah. know why. I just now when I see her, I think she's Amber Rose Ooh. every time I see her. <laughs> I love I love Tony Bryson because she's like very she's still super sexy, like even her, like she knows it too. She just yeah, but she dated she'll wear whatever. Too. Like I'm looking at her top ten songs, and uh, I mean, unbreak sure. my heart, unbreak my heart. Uh, um, you're, you're making, making me, me high. high. Breathe again. Mm-hmm. That was a bad uh, days. How could an angel break my heart? Um, I don't even know that one right now. Um, love should have brought you home. Love that brought there? You home is a banger. That's from Boomerang. Yeah, so, but but that's what I'm saying. It's like, all right, but damn, Mary J, come on, man. The yeah. My Life album. Yeah. They, I killed, like, I, a couple years ago she, when she had, like, her Apple radio show. Um, That's when I had Apple Music. She, like, played it, and she, like, talked about all the songs, and, like, after that, I was just, like, obsessed with that album. Like, I love that album so much. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be a long, long night for Tony Braxton on July 4. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's all that's such a random fourth of july 
Yeah, versus... I feel like they should probably maybe they should have done like Bow Wow and them then, but I think they're this weekend. Yeah, Bow wow, yeah. Soldier. See, Bow Wow, Soldier Boy, that would have been a funny Fourth of July one. Yeah, I, I honestly can't wait for that one just for the memes. Mm-hmm. I am sure that Soldier Boy will really be going ham on that one. I can't wait for that one. Yeah. I'm not gonna miss that one if that is this it's weekend. This weekend. Check how it is. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, in other music news, that isn't music. Is does Nick Cannon still count as music news or like comedian? Uh, news? I don't really I mean, know. He made songs. No, he counts he as like songs. sperm bank news because that's literally all he does now is make children. Okay, so did some woman had twins of his like not that long ago, and then recently he just announced that someone else is pregnant. Right. I, it's hard to. So keep he up. has twins with really Mariah. He has yeah. twins with this other random chick. He has two kids with this other girl. And then this other girl is pregnant from him right now as well. Ooh. Yeah. Like, bruh, do you get STD checks? Because yeah. Hey, he has four kids this year, right? Yeah. or so, Yeah, like literally. This year let's, go through his, let's go through his children's names. We have Golden Cannon. Uh, powerful Queen Cannon. I hate that one. <laughs> Moroccan Scott Cannon. Monroe Cannon. That's the ones with um Mariah. Mariah. Rock and Zion, Zion Mixolydian Cannon. I don't know. And then we all have. And then we have Zillion, Zillion Air yeah. Cannon. <laughs> Yo, oh man! Zillion Air is what killed me. <laughs> And powerful queen, but like powerful, like, like what do you call her? A power P, pow, P like, like God, like these kids are going to hate their parents when they get older. I, like if I was like writing a sketch about the most hotep person ever and I had to come up with the kids' names, like these would all be the kids' names. Right. Oh, I, yeah. Right. I, I like I, every time because I kept seeing his name pop up just the past couple of weeks. And I was like, wait a second. This is a totally different pregnancy with a different person. I know Mariah be looking at him like, God, what the hell I was just, I like, thinking? Did they plan this? I'm just trying to figure out like how. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, maybe he has. Maybe he's like a polygon or polyamorous and they don't care. But like. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. That's just I don't know. That's gross. Uh, you know, shout out to he can take care of him. At least he got money. But yeah, I'll say he's got. But then money. it's like, how do you take care of that many kids in that many different households? Like, are you spending quality time? Like, what's going on? Man, there ain't no way. Ain't no, <laughs> yeah. no and way. they're all babies except for <laughs> yeah. Mariah's the kids. Same age. Yeah, except for Mariah's kids are a little older, but. And they may be the same age as the other. <laughs> no, they're like way older. They're like probably 10, 10-ish. And the like the ones after that are probably well, like... Well, he don't have to worry about taking care yeah, of them. Yeah, like they do. I don't know. I've been sure the one he recently had, a lady's a model, so she's probably... They're all probably well-to-do. Um, but as far as like him being present, I don't necessarily see how that's possible unless they all just live in fucking Los Angeles. Yeah, and he's always working too. Like, yeah, like I feel like, I mean, it's fine. Like, what they say, like, you know, be fruitful or whatever. But damn, like, damn. that's the heart. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Jesus. Fruitful. You could be fruitful with like the same person, you know. Yeah. But all these different baby mamas is crazy. Yeah. He's right. definitely giving future a run for his money. I was literally just thinking, I, mean, I was like, man, is Nick Cannon the baby mama who future thinks he is? <laughs> yeah, the difference is this baby mama seemed to be happy with him. Nobody yeah, they don't, well, he'll claim him. Future don't claim him until they take his ass to court. Future gets his ass dragged. <laughs> yeah, nigga do- yeah, Nick Cannon, they all smiling. He done made it to every photo shoot. <laughs> yeah, I guess he does. <laughs> he knows how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I did see a funny tweet earlier or some point last week, but damn, I didn't bookmark it. But it definitely had something about Nick Cannon and all of his like all of his photo shoots with his baby mamas. Yeah, damn, Nick Cannon is older than Future. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I know why. That. I mean, they're pretty close in age. Future's 37, Nick Cannon is 40, but yeah, Nick Cannon has been famous for about 25 years. Shit's yeah. Crazy. What was it? Was his first thing drumline, or was he like already? He was on wasn't he on Nickelodeon? Was he Nickelodeon? He was on oh, all okay. that. Yeah. Nick Cannon was on all like that. Like after, I, I think after the Keenan and Kale era, like probably after we stopped watching. Yeah, he was famous. He's been famous for a while. Drumline yeah. might have been his first like first movie, movie, but yeah, he was he's been famous for a while. I'm a gigolo. He and did he have comedian. that song Gigolo. So wasn't that with R. Kelly? Yeah, yeah. Ugh. I didn't mean to sing that. My bad. He was a comedian <laughs> first. That's how he started. I was here. I remember him talking about it on with somebody. I can't remember who it was, but he was on tour with like pretty famous people. I'm pretty sure he might have been on tour along the lines of like Dave Chappelle or somebody. Like he was, he started off as a comedian. He was mm, talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been famous for a while. It looks like his first. Oh, wait, he was in Men in Black 2. Whatever it takes was his first movie, it looks like. Never heard of it. I never really heard of it. Yeah, all that, 1998. The Parkers, some other stuff. And um, love don't cost a thing. I feel like he's kind of like the black uh, Ryan Seacrest, sort of. Yeah, because he hosts. I mean, he hosts a lot of shows. Like I watch The Mass Singer. He hosts that. He has Wild and Out. He used to do America's Got Talent. Yeah, um, yeah. I think he's back on America's Got Talent. He's now. Not. They, Guess uh, who they, they got now? Him. Terry Oh, Terry. Uh, oh, God. Because mom, mom, mom and dad watch it, and we were watching it the other night. And Not I was like, Terry. I was like, Mom, Sorry. I can't stand him. Yeah, I knew Terry. Sorry, Terry. He was, that was funny. Check the coon. Yeah. <laughs> I got to do a coon analysis and a coon screen. America's got talents like Terry Crews was doing that. Um, uh, when he was like, the white people treat me nice here or some shit like yeah, that. So, that was his oh. most recent school <laughs> activity. Right. Oh, man. Know. He is the worst. Prayers up for Nick Cannon. Prayers up for his kids. Prayers up for his baby mamas. Whatever y'all do. Yeah. I wish y'all the best. Ain't got nothing to do with me. All right. As long as he can take care of Hey, good. Seems like we got a couple are. more things here. Oh, this one had Chris really heated talking oh, yeah. about Sharon Stone. They was talking about <laughs> Sharon Stone was talking about Chris's woman. <laughs> yeah, Sharon Stone's a certified hater. I'm sorry. Um, but the one thing she did say, she was just like, 
because I read the whole article. She was like, you know, violent. Wait, wait, wait. Let's back up for a second. Can uh, we talk about or just what's the overview here? What what did Cheryl Stone say about Meryl Streep? Exactly? So essentially, she said a lady at or an interviewer asked her, essentially, how does it feel that you finally get to work with Meryl Streep? And she essentially said, Meryl Streep isn't the end all be all in Hollywood. You could have other to, icons. There's other icons in Hollywood. You could have asked me. Um, or you could ask Meryl or some along those lines is how does it feel that she finally gets to work with me? This and that. Um, and my whole thing is there's levels. Uh, nobody's asking. If somebody says, how does it feel that you finally get to make a song with Beyonce? How does it feel that you finally get to play alongside Jordan or alongside LeBron? It's just shit that you got to take. I'm sorry. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sharon Stone, I mean, you're not up there. I mean, you're a great actress. I wish her the best. Like, I know she's had some health issues, Um but you're not up there. Meryl Streep, it, Meryl Streep is Hollywood. I'm sorry. She's the go. Yeah, like, stop it. You, yeah. This is my thing with going on nowadays. Like, when music, they have, like, the co-headlining type shit. Like, when Drake and Future went on tour, they're co-headliners. Fam, mm-hmm. no. Drake is Yeah, we went there for Drake because I, yeah. uh, I went to that tour and I was it's, there for Drake. I mean, it's just levels to this shit. Like... It's level. Uh, the it, funny part is, is I'm looking at Sharon Stone's award nominations. She had one Oscar nom for Best Actress in Casino, and her the biggest part of her award section in Wikipedia is the Razzies. <laughs> <laughs> so, and and that looks to be her most wins has but been Meryl Razzies. Meryl Streep really hadn't won a whole. She isn't she famous for not winning like. No, nah, she's. I think that's Glenn Close. Oh, okay, yeah, my bad. Meryl Streep won a shit ton of Academy Awards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, Sharon Stone's most iconic was the movie with her and Michael Douglas. Basic right? Instinct. Basic, Basic Instinct. Instinct. Yeah, like, she like showed that her. wasn't even nominated for an act or for an Academy Award. That was she. She didn't win. Oh wait, no, she didn't win. She was nominated for a Golden Globe for that, but yeah. didn't. I mean, I like she got a movie, but I mean, you're. Your arm, what did you say? Your arms ain't long enough to box with God. <laughs> exactly. They just aren't. It's like Tony Braxton going up against Mary J and fucking versus. I mean, it's just if we did a movie versus, like she'd get blown out the water. Just definitely. Yeah. <laughs> like this is what pisses me off because Meryl Streep don't be bothering nobody. She's not problematic. Um, the journalist asked you a what I deem to be what I deem to be a very logical question, because if it was me, yeah, like who doesn't want to work with Meryl Streep yeah. or say they did. And don't compare okay. yourself to Viola Davis, because they asked you the same question if you got to work with Viola Davis. Yeah, well, she said oh, that she was like, you know, Viola Davis is an icon that's just as good as. But I get that she is. But Meryl's like. Not no, no, like Viola Davis is definitely a goat legend, all that. But Meryl Streep has been around a lot longer. Like Viola Davis started a little bit later, I think, than Meryl Streep. Um, but um, yeah, how many how many Oscars <clears throat> do y'all think Meryl Streep was nominated for? I know the answer, but I just want to hear your guess. I'm gonna at least say eight, ten. 
Higher. 15. Higher. 20. Higher. 30. 30. 21. Damn. <laughs> the Sharon Stone's one. <laughs> yeah, girl, sit your ass down yeah. and be glad you got in that damn movie. So how does how many, that wait, now, how many Razzies do you think Meryl Streep was nominated for? Zero. Maybe one for maybe one for uh, what is it? Death becomes her. What is she in death? That's a classic. That is, but I'm just saying for for back then. I mean, from what I can see, zero. Yeah. Okay. That's she's zero because she's showing up to that bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Let me let me make sure that I'm not getting that wrong. Yeah, she hasn't been nominated for any Razzies, from what I can see on here. I don't even know what the fuck a Razzie is. It's like you know, it's like always the worst of the worst. Like, like I think Halle Berry got one for Catwoman. Catwoman, yeah, and that, and so did Sharon Stone. Mm. She also got nominated uh, for a Razzie for that one. Um, Girl, yeah, so she can. We don't even say this no more, but go have several seats. I, (laughs) I know she probably meant no harm by it, but it comes off as complete hate. Yeah, it's hate. Like, I mean, it is what it is. Like. And then yeah. just to say, like, there's more icons in Hollywood and name Viola and not yourself. That just show you where you should where you should be. <laughs> yeah, damn. And Meryl Streep has almost 30 Golden Globe noms. She has to be the most like nominated She's actress probably ever. I'm guessing. She's the gotta be up there. She even got yeah. some Grammy noms. There's nobody. Damn. She might have an ego. Well, she won't. She probably she don't have a Tony. She doesn't. She doesn't have a Grammy either. Uh, she might have a Tony. She uh, might. She got nominated for one in 1976. Wow. She is the goat. damn Sharon Stone. What a fucking hater, yo. <laughs> that is wild to come at at. Meryl like that. And y'all are in a movie together. Like, you're going to see this bitch at the premiere. I hope she slapped you. Yeah. I wonder, was this like taken out of like, did they take this out of context in any way or just? I read the whole article. It was not. It was not out of context. It wasn't clickbait. (laughs) (laughs) I read it. (laughs) Damn. Meryl got to come see her. Yeah. Meryl also has one of the greatest memes of all time as well. She's gonna say you didn't mean any harm by it, but like cut it out. Like this is your place in Hollywood. How does it feel that you finally get to work with, if not the best actress to ever live, one of the best actresses to ever live? Yeah. Like that is your place. Like, I don't understand why people won't under- understand or stick to their place. Stay in your lane, as I'm about to say. All right. Damn, a wins for award wins for Cheryl, or I'm sorry, for Meryl Streep, 177. Wow. 407 total she nominations. She's throwing them shits away. <laughs> right. She probably got for a house Sharon just Stone, for Sharon Stone, 11 wins, 42 nominations. Mm. So literally, uh, Meryl Streep has 10 times as many nominations and 10 times as many wins. Wow. And Meryl yeah. has the greatest um, meme, you know, the one where she's yelling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Um, ooh, I've been waiting to talk about this. Uh, <clears throat> we're going to end on this. Do we? I don't think we really want to talk about that very last thing. But yeah, I'm good. We'll yeah, I'm good. Uh, ooh, Sean King, a.k.a. Talcum X, a.k.a. Martin Luther Cream, a.k.a. Huey P. Gluten. 
<laughs> what did he do this time? Uh, well, I mean, this time I feel like it's it's not it's this time. It's shit. always the same shit where he's exploit or trying to exploit people and just getting money, saying that he's doing stuff for people. Um, but I, well, at least with this time, it was Tamir Rice's mom. Mm. Basically say, I think from what I read, it seemed like she was just saying. I don't know if it was necessarily taken advantage. Basically, he was like getting money without asking her, hey, do you want me to raise money for this? Yeah. And if he did raise the money, he I don't know if he just never gave it to her or whatever. But it goes back every, to the, everyone uh, says that's what he does. Yeah, it goes back to pretty much what her and um I can't remember who else's mom was with her. It was like a few moms that came out and said that um, there's a lot of people, a lot of organizations capitalizing off the death of their sons, using their names and everything, using their photos and doing that nothing. was with the Black Lives Matter movement. I think she was saying mm-hmm. the the people who organized Mallory, that. She was talking about Tamika Mallory and then as well saying like they were using getting or sparking up protests and shit in their son's names without actually talking to the families, et cetera. It goes on the same lines. But with this one, she specifically said he's fundraising off of their son's names, off of her son's name, collecting money, et cetera, and pretty much not going through them to do that um, in a sense. And she referred to him as a white man. Who's yeah. I, I want to read this statement because it's it's like, here's what she said. Exactly. <clears throat> Why do you think it's so important to tell folks we had a conversation? Well, we talk and everything that was said was very toxic and uncomfortable for me to hear that you raise additional money and then say you did not want to bother me personally. I don't understand how you sleep at night. I never gave you permission to raise nothing. Along with the United States, you robbed me for the death of my son. You gave me a cop and donut conversation. All lies, Sean. Please stop thinking we on the same page. As a white man acting black, you are an imposter that cannot be trusted. My son was 12 years old and DOJ needs to reopen his case, period. To mere human rights were violated. <clears throat> why would you so why would you so ever make it about you? You are a selfish, self-centered person, and God will deal with you, white man. Damn, she dragged him to hell. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I needed some some gunshots yes. after that. Yes. Pew, pew, pew. Or I should have just read the organ, though. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> she went ham. On she really dragged him to hell. <laughs> It ain't really much else to say after that. Yeah, I mean, I mean she yeah. said it all. Yeah. Ditto. <laughs> and, and who gonna check her? Exactly. Right. exactly. That, like that might be the nail in his coffin right there, even though, like, I literally haven't heard his name in a long time, nor have I, like, looked at any of his shit in forever. So he's probably done now. Yeah. Because yeah. what was his thing? He had, like, that newsletter thing that he was sending out to people mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Yeah, the North Star or something. The North Star, it. yeah. It, I'm sure it's been real quiet for him right. lately. Yeah. I, I mean, we all have our specific beast with Sean King. Uh, I do think he brings light to a lot of situations that I wouldn't have necessarily heard of via Instagram and via his Twitter. 
Um, he has been drugged through the mud regarding his fundraising efforts. And I remember in D Ray McKesson and whoever put out like a, um, like a report of all the money that he's raised and how much is going to him slash his family and protests, et cetera. Uh, that didn't look good for him. Uh, but he kind of fought back against that. I don't know how you fight back against Tamir Rice's mom, Samus. I mean, he what should can not even say? comment. Did he comment? I don't know. I, uh, I didn't see. I, I mean, I just I haven't followed him on Instagram or Twitter in so long. Yeah. But I just don't think there's much you can say. I mean, this is Tamir Rice's mom. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you? Yeah. What do I mean, you what can say you say? Ooh. I, I don't, he I don't know. said anything. I don't really think. Yeah. But every single time he gets called out, it is for this exact same thing. Yeah. I don't know how many times he needs to get called out for it before. Before someone files like a lawsuit. I'm surprised he hasn't been sued. Uh, I don't know what the the legal realm for that kind of stuff is. The only thing you can possibly sue him for is fraud, but how can you prove yeah. that unless you... Yeah, that's the thing. It'd be hard to prove, I guess. Right. Mm, I don't know, but every time I see Talcum X, that shit makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is the worst. I don't know, man. Uh, that's, it's a little... It's sad out here for Sean Clean. Is up because <laughs> they are on his. They always. I feel like once a year they on his ass about something. Yeah, he should just yeah. go away. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. We will come back and oh man, some some real <laughs> some real interesting things about why America is trash this week. But we'll take a break. We'll come right back. Hey, Alexi, let me ask you, mm. you make a mean cocktail or no? Nah? I'm pretty bad at making cocktails. One time I tried to have a Kahlua party and everyone brought over a bunch of Kahlua and it was way too sweet and we did not have a good time. Did you mix anything with it? I don't know what we were thinking, but you know what we should have done? We should have gotten some Wandering Barman. Oh, dude, you should have gotten the FOMO. The FOMO? Yeah, it's a vodka pineapple sling from Wandering Barman. Oh, so you can just like shake it up in the bottle, open it, and boom, you have a cocktail ready to go. Exactly, and it's so delicious. Where can I find it? Just go to wanderingbarman.com, click on locations, and it'll tell you bars, liquor stores, and anywhere else that you can find them. Oh, wow, Wandering Barman. Yeah, Wandering Barman. Here Group Text Pod, we're back uh, talking about why America is trash. Um, this story was honestly really funny to me whenever I saw it, because I just saw people kind of tweeting about it at first, and I didn't really know what was happening. Um, but honestly, I feel like this could totally be why we should have hope, too. But basically, black TikTokers are on strike right now. At least black TikTokers who do like dances are on strike because basically what was happening is these black people on TikTok who make dances would make them really popular. But whenever someone would go on like a late night show of uh, and do a popular dance, they would always have like a white person doing the dance whenever actually a black person had originated the dance. So black TikTok. So from what I was reading in the tweets and stuff, Megan the Stallion had the song Thought Shit come out and they were and basically all the black tech TikTokers are like, we're not going to make a dance of this song. 
Damn. At least, at least for right now, whatever, just to see what happens. And when if you go on Twitter and you look at all the dances that people are trying to make that aren't black TikTokers, they're all really bad. And people are like, yo, like just listen to the lyrics of the song and at least follow the directions that Megan is telling you. <laughs> hands on your knees. Like it's so funny because it because I think the, I forgot the lyrics of the song, but it's like hands on your knees, something. And all these videos, all these white people, no hands on their knees, just doing whatever. But the black TikTokers are on strike and I am standing firm with them, you know? Yeah, I'm with them, too, because I mean, I, it's so funny. Like, this is one of the pettiest, but like funniest things to me. It's so funny. And yeah, it seems like very trivial, but it's also like, man, you go from what I've heard, uh, you go on TikTok and I'm this I'm old. I don't have TikTok, but you go on TikTok and on their like discover page is always like the white people doing the dances that we know they didn't create. Uh, you got to search for like the specific black people that you want to look for, et cetera. And mm, every time I get on there, it's a white man in scrub, like a cute white guy in scrubs doing one of the dances. I don't know how that that's in my algorithm, but. I was just trying to figure out how, like, I've been thinking about this other day, like, because there's like this Addison Ray chick who's like super popular on TikTok, I guess. And I was trying to figure out. She's how, like, like Courtney Kardashian's best friend, even though she's out. like 20. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how she got so popular doing dances on TikTok. I don't know. Wait, Courtney Kardashian's best friend is 20? She's young. Like, they, it was on, like, she was on the show this season, like, Kim and them were like, why are y'all friends? And basic must be courting her. No, basically like Mason's big on TikTok and he started following her and he wanted uh, to meet her and then they met her. And then I guess her and Courtney started hanging out. I still wouldn't be surprised if Scott Disick tries yeah. whatever. She might be too old for him. He had the nerve to say on the reunion because they asked him why he dates young girls. And he was like, people think I'm into young girls, but they're into me. I was like, ew. Oh. That don't mean you're supposed to talk that's to him. That's some creepy ass yeah. shit. Yeah, I was like, okay, <laughs> R. Kelly. But see, this whole thing... <clears throat> to me, like why I was saying it, it should be like why we have hope is because now black people are like, fuck this, you know? I think it's just like one of those things like you watch someone squirm, you know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, well, do, do what can you do? You know, it's like, and it's just funny that nothing, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I, they need I, us. I don't know. I guess it goes back to um, what's it? Uh, Fortnite stealing all the dances and putting them on Fortnite and not uh, compensating people who came up with the dances. One that you can specifically think about is like the two Millie Millie Rock type shit. You see them yeah. all on Fortnite, et cetera. And this guy got no money from it from uh, for a long while, but it's everywhere. I don't know how you get IP in a dance routine. I'm sure there's some way you can do it. Um, or how you make that your likeness, et cetera. But um, I just think it's, I, I stand it because it's like, all right, now that we're gone, let's see what your uh, app is really about. And we haven't seen any dances. I have legit been on Instagram and haven't seen anybody dancing. Right. Not a single one. That's what I'm saying. Not a single one. But I feel like you could, 
you could do this <clears throat> and for anything popular if black people are like you know what we're just not gonna we're just not gonna do anything for <laughs> a month you know yeah, what i'm saying it like, sucks well, for meg because i mean nowadays that's how they get popular yeah. that's how they get most of their streams <laughs> Um, or not even gonna say most of them. That's how they get a lot of their streams. We've seen a lot of songs shoot up to number one based off of just these TikTok dances. Um, so it kind of sucks for the artists, but it's also like, fam, what you want us to do? Like we're doing all this (laughs) shit and ain't getting nothing for it. All right, we can't Uh, carry everything. Shit. Yeah. Right. It Although seems, we like do, said, it seems trivial, but it's a good kind of petty. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Now this is my, legit my favorite kind of petty because um, I I wish I could find like I don't know who started like I, I like I'm sure there probably are some creators on TikTok who were like black creators who are very popular. I'm just not on TikTok, so I don't know. But I'm assuming you know the big ones must have been like, all right, we're not doing anything. Um, I wish I would have done a little more research to figure out who they are, but like I said, I'm just not on TikTok enough to even know. So, um, but yeah, when it's that bad, whenever people are making money off of stuff that they created, um, I think it's cool that they're like, nah, fuck it. I wonder how they, if these dancers and how they get paid off TikTok, or there's kind of like YouTube views type thing, or if it's just if you're popular, you just get these endorsement type things. That you- well, I think now a very popular thing to do is brands will. It's probably it's much cheaper for brands to advertise through influencers and stuff because they're not going to pay them as much, right? Like you're not going to have the like if a TikToker has millions and millions and millions of followers or impressions or whatever, and it's just like a single person in their room, a company can pay them way less than they would pay like a whole agency to do a whole campaign. So I think that's just a big thing in marketing now, right? Is yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a whole there's I forgot what company it is, but there is literally a whole, a whole like a there's a bunch of companies who basically keep track of influencers and content creators to see who they are, what their reach is, because it's just a lot cheaper for companies to to go to those people. And they can actually, you know, they may be able to reach a more targeted audience and get way more bang for their buck, you know, given some content creator, whatever, five, $10,000 versus paying uh, some marketing company hundreds of thousand dollars to do an entire campaign. So All right. kind of an interesting you know, a new thing, I think, with social media, with stuff like TikTok or Twitter or Instagram or, you know, whatever else is out there, I guess. But. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's very interesting. Stay strong. Yes, I I stand. I don't know how y'all make money, but. (laughs) what? But that's the thing. I feel like they may not be. And that's why they're like, damn, we're not making money. And they're like, well, fuck it. We may as well just not yeah make the dances so um that could be it they may not be making money it's probably could be true Mm -hmm. oh what else um this one oh (laughs) god see this is another prime this next one is another prime example is what like when there's no one black in the room and like when you see the headline the first thing you think is like 
damn, if you would have just asked one black person, any black person yeah. about they this, been they like, they, no. they'd have been like, no. And basically, Ikea, I think, was it just specific to this one that was in Atlanta? This um, was the article. That's that's what the article was speaking to. I don't know if that happened everywhere or where okay. it happened. But basically, Ikea had a Juneteenth menu. Um, so I think one of y'all sent the menu earlier. Yes, it was like fried chicken, watermelon, macaroni and cheese, collard greens, maybe cornbread. Mm. I don't know, but mm. just the stereotypical shit. Come on, Ikea. Just hire black people. <laughs> hire, not even just hire black people, hire black decision makers. If right. you're gonna come in your marketing team, whatever team this is, if you're gonna come out with um specific uh like a pride meal or a Juneteenth meal like this one, make sure you have somebody from that demographic. But first uh, of all, IKEA, you're not known for your food. Well, they are known for their meatballs. They're they, they meatballs. are, they are. They <laughs> are. And I yeah, always I get a hot dog when I'm there. I but <laughs> but I mean, like, come on! Like, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going I mean, to I'm IKEA going to eat no more. damn collard greens. Especially, no. No, I'm not going to IKEA for a Juneteenth meal. Yeah, <laughs> you know and water. I'm not going on. to IKEA for furniture no more. I'm not putting that shit together. Fuck Bruh, y'all. Not even that. I'm not going to IKEA. Period. You get in yeah. there, you can't get out until you walk through that whole shit. Yeah. I haven't been to IKEA in so long because the last time I went there, I was exhausted. Like it's ten miles long and you can't get out. You have the only way out is through. Get some better yeah. furniture, fam, and put that shit together. I'm not paying y'all. <laughs> right. That should get on my damn nerves. I don't know why these companies came up with this shit, but every time you order a fucking dresser or anything now, they send you the dresser and shit and pieces in a box, fam. I want my yeah. shit delivered whole. Like, I don't yeah. want to pay for expert assembly. It's similar right. to the warehouse and ship my shit like it can. Like, like I ordered it online. I ain't want y'all to send me this shit in the fucking box. Well, I don't know when Ikea must have created this model because I don't know when this shit started. I just remember when we used to order furniture, that shit used to come wrapped up, put together. Yeah, the yeah. most you had to put together was like the dresser, like the drawers or whatever. Right. On it. But I had to put together a dresser. That shit took me four days <laughs> <laughs> damn i thought you was gonna say four hours <laughs> no. i mean i think there was a period of time where ikea maybe in the late 80s or something where it wasn't uh like like vintage ikea furniture stuff is actually like really well made and it's not you know nah. stuff it's not well like the only equivalent i can think of ikea is is like you go to like a Chipotle, right? And it's like, yeah, same shit, assembly line kind of thing. Yeah. But apparently, like vintage IKEA stuff is actually nice and well made and all that shit. But um, Damn, I'm yeah, not, what I'm not about to do is pay two hundred dollars for expert assembly. I'll just buy my shit off off her up. It's already put together. I don't right. like. It's just just <laughs> insane. Dog, like, me and April ordered a, or I ordered a um, TV stand off Amazon. First of all, it took like five years to get here. And because it wasn't on Prime and like, dude, it's it's not put together right, but it's holding my TV up. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think it had directions. We just had to figure it out. Yeah, it's just crazy. But back to their fucking 
Juneteenth meal. It goes back to everything we've talked about for the past few weeks. Pride, Black History Month, these performative-ass companies that clearly don't hire Black people in decision-making positions. Clearly. In Ikea, like German? Swedish, I'm pretty sure. Ikea Swedish, yeah. Yeah, that clearly don't hire Black people in their um, decision-making positions. Don't pass, even if they got a Black person on the fucking food line, they don't even pass off the information to them. Because if you pass it off to the Black chef, he'd be like, damn, no, 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 no. <laughs> see, I, I was thinking this. about this, and like the the flip side is if they do have a black person, you know, maybe they need to do a coon analysis check. Definitely, I don't know, Man, but I don't care if you got Tim Scott in that mother. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna tell you, fam. No, we're not. <laughs> you can have. <laughs> I wouldn't give Tim Scott that much credit, but, you know, I, I do understand what you're saying. No, um, you can have what was the you know, they Rocky. got someone like they might have someone like Candace Owens in there is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know? but even uh, well, she don't Owens. even believe in Juneteenth. She said yeah. Juneteenth is lame. Oh, yeah. I forgot. The she got dragged the by Azalea Banks. Oh, my God. Even Candace yes. Owens would be like, even because she hate Juneteenth, she'd be like, fam, don't change the menu for Juneteenth. And yeah. they'd still be serving meatballs with the cranberry sauce. You could put Uncle Ruckus in there. He'd be like, them coons don't deserve <laughs> no, them jigaboos don't deserve no fried chicken. You would still be serving them Swedish meatballs. It will be <laughs> any black person, whether they are fucking Republican or not, will have their reasons for why you shouldn't be serving fried chicken and watermelon on Juneteenth. Right. Oh my it's like God. even if they be like, fam, it won't offend me, but somebody gonna be pissed. Somebody like this ain't what you want. Right. And then IKEA is not even one of those places where it's just like well, we have to go here, et cetera. You know, some companies do it. They actually get like more popular by doing it. Or they get like more like websites, newspapers. We put out dumbass uh, articles or something. They'll be at least get more traffic on their yeah. website. Right. People who want to right. IKEA put this shit. I was like, fam, we didn't even want to go there. <laughs> we didn't need no one asked for <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> Yeah. It, I saw the other uh, publication. I think it was Food and Wine magazine on their Instagram. They they oh, put out a yeah. post and it was like Juneteenth is the day to celebrate. And it was just like they put it was like grilled watermelon was like the post. It's Black like, people ain't on, eating yeah. no grilled watermelon. Oh, what was the other one that I sent last week too? It was the San Jose Sharks, and they had like oh yeah, they had their their shark logo like biting like fucking slave shackles or some shit. Like, come on, man. Just, just, uh, just say happy Juneteenth. Just say it. Don't even say that. Say. Yeah. They didn't even got to say that because when I went to the barber shop on Saturday, like even the barbers, like my dog is going. It was like, yeah, Baldwin's going ham. It's all good. Um, they were um, they were like, uh, you know, they like I walked in or whatever. And we were just kind of joking about it because they were they were just like joking, like happy Juneteenth. You know, what I'm yeah, saying? it's like, should you say happy? <laughs> right. Right. Because because we were just joking about it and they were like, happy Juneteenth, brother. And I was like, happy Juneteenth, King. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, we do drink tea kind of how we do Black History Month, same shit. Like, yeah. We do bullshit in it, but we still be like. Right. See, I've always said that it is anti-Black, that Black History Month is during the cold ass month of February. It should and be a summer month. And the shortest month of the year. And it should be a summer month. It should yeah. be a summer month. It should be like July, July or August. It should, it should be June. Just have the shit in June. Well, that's like, Pride I don't Month. Pride, they oh. already get Pride Month. I guess they can't uh, have them at the same time. Uh, all right. Okay. We'll give them that. I'll say July but, or August. Even May. Yeah, but February, that's the least black month on the calendar. Right. <laughs> can we get our um, temperature? <laughs> shit. We are tropical people. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, you know... Does any I it, hey full disclosure I don't know why they chose it to be February is there some reasoning why it is I have no idea I have not that's a good thing to Google yeah, I mean, if it comes on, okay like, coming up let's see it's this February because it's the shortest month that's my whole right. time okay let's see man are you fu- okay I just Google it and it says this week was chosen because it coincided with the birthday of Abraham Lincoln on February 12th and Frederick Douglass on February 14th, both of which dates black communities had celebrated together since the late 19th century. Oh, yeah, because it was started off as Negro History Week. Mm. But then it's like, why? I but, get like, but why is it tied to Abraham yeah, Lincoln? Like, I get he freed the slaves, but like, come on, like, can we can we have something entirely? No. See, you know, <laughs> I'm surprised this hasn't. <laughs> also, they haven't canceled Black History Month yet. I know, right? I bet if people really knew that, if people really knew they'd that, they like, might oh, start. Man. <laughs> but see but this is all this is also what i was saying last week about how every holiday that we celebrate in america is like really on some fucked up shit yeah well carter you know, g like, woodson started negro history week in february say america yeah. also really fucked up shit so yeah oh yeah i mean it's still I, we need to petition to have black history month during the summer we should just start our own. I mean, this is very hotepery. We should just start our own. It's not this start. I mean, you know, uh, I oh, I, I listen. There was something. I mean, on that same tip, you know, because uh, that's very Marcus Garvey. You know, he was all about separating, right? Going back to Africa, Marcus Garvey. Him, mm-hmm. him and Du Bois had the big beef because, like, Marcus Garvey was like, "Nah, we need to go back to Africa," and Du Bois was like, "No, nah, it's all about." you know, assimilation and what's the word integration? I don't think Du Bois was assimilation. Or was it Frederick? No, nah, it, uh, was, um, it was Garvey it was, uh, and Booker T. Booker Washington. T. Washington. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, um, Booker T. Washington and, and Garvey had the had the beef. Yeah. Uh, W.B. Du Bois had uh, beef with Booker T. Washington, too. Man, Booker T. Um, Washington must have been a fucking asshole. I don't know. Should I not say he must have needed a coon I analysis? See, yeah, maybe he <laughs> needed was, a coon analysis was, check. There <laughs> with Booker T. Washington, they kind of talked about it a little bit in that um what was that PBS thing that we watched or that we oh. were watching at one point? Uh with uh yeah. Henry Lewis. It was a Henry Lewis. Oh, Oh, the yeah. big guy. Uh, What's it called? Um, oh my god, it's like something the thing that everyone the watches. Something crossing the river or something. Shit. Um, oh my god, what is it? It's um it's something that uh 
But Booker T. Washington essentially was one of the uh, people who were, his viewpoint was kind of like a weight. Like, we'll get what we, we'll get. Many rivers to cross. Many rivers to cross, yeah. We'll get what we will get. We just have to wait for it, et cetera. He's kind of along those lines. Mm. One of those, one of those types. And he believed in working with um, white people. He was more more early MLK type of style. Yeah. On Wikipedia, it says after his death, he came under heavy criticism for a common to white supremacy, even yeah. though his long-term semi-secret goal was to end the disenfranchisement of African-Americans. Yeah. 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 So yeah. he was kind of along those... MLK wasn't really a wait and we'll get what we deserve at a eventually type person. MLK was a... We won't... He was want more about now. working together. Yeah, he wasn't the wait. He was saying we need to work together now to do yeah, it, I guess. Essentially along those lines of... It was more along the lines of um, Booker T. MLK was like in the middle of Booker T. Washington and Malcolm X or Marcus Garvey or Garveyites. He was kind of in the middle because he was like, we want it now, but we have to be peaceful and then work with the other side in order to get it. Essentially, Malcolm X was pretty much a segregationist for the most part. Same with Marcus Garvey, who was a segregationist. Like, fam, we we want this shit. And somebody's going to kill us because we sh- probably should be more and I, <laughs> educated on that. But I like, am, like, this thing, I am educated on this. Like, I'm reading The Sword and the Shield right now with MLK and Malcolm. They're all just complicated folks. It's hard to, like, yeah. pinpoint them, but they weren't MLK, like I say, it was kind of in the middle of like the Garveyites and um, Booker T. Washington was far to accommodationism. Like, well, I think we talked about that before too, about how like towards the end of MLK's life, he was much more about. I feel like he was just uh, going more towards Malcolm X, or actually, I feel like him and Malcolm X kind of were just kind of going more towards each other. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Especially like, especially at the end of Malcolm X, and he kind of like broke away from Nation of Islam. Well, and he kind of like, realized he kinda, all that stuff. He kind of realized what the actual root of the problem was. Essentially, right. is that it's systemic, and that is more like the capitalism aspect of it. Yeah. More of like just evil white people. He kind of he, he knew it all along, but he kind of leaned more into that it's mm-hmm. really just poor versus rich and essentially like it's right. the rich people who are trying to stay in power uh the poor white brothers aren't necessarily our problem uh they have the same some of the same issues that we have is more of like the capitalism issue yeah i mean uh, that's what i mean we've talked about this on this podcast like i'm saying that seize the time bobby seal you read the book he was saying how you know whenever the black panthers first started they they wouldn't just go talk to black people. They would go also talk to like poor white people. And it was like, you know, it was all they they were more anti-capitalist. I feel like than they were. Uh, they weren't anti-white. They were just like. 
They yeah. they were just saying like this shit starts with. But that was their beef with disenfranchised people. I mean, that was people. part of their beef or part of Malcolm mm-hmm. X's beef with a lot of them because he was for the most part anti-white. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Because uh, what's the other um, um, Eldridge Cleaver? Solo on ice. That's Eldridge Cleaver. Eldridge right? Cleaver solo on ice. Yeah. 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 Same thing to him. But but see, that's a, well, there was a lot of. Um, I don't know. Shit was probably just as complicated back then as it was now. But I feel like back then they were also like, you know, they had a beef with James Baldwin because he was gay and all this stuff. Yeah. So it's like, uh, Baldwin and MLK didn't. I mean, MLK, it would have, you would think that his uh, mindset would have uh, come full circle if he was able to live this long, if white people didn't murder him. Um, but I mean, I feel like Charlemagne and them say it all the time. They would have canceled him if he was That's still living. Like every, <laughs> yeah, they would have found a way. Because he, him and Baldwin, he didn't rock with Baldwin because Baldwin was gay. Yeah. Um, they had beef. Uh, that's why Baldwin always took more of a liking to Malcolm. Well, also, Baldwin wasn't a... Um, um, what are, what are, what's the word we use for MLK? following uh why am i blanking like a passive no no passive, no no, not, no not passive um uh, non-violent Baldwin, non-violent Baldwin wasn't a part of the non-violent movement either uh so oh, he yeah, always not, took more of a liking yeah. to malcolm x he was not yeah. not part of the non-violent movement at all right yeah. he didn't rock with that that much so yeah um yeah i mean it's just it's interesting. I don't know how we got here. Me either. Uh, I don't even remember what we were. Oh, Juneteenth. We were talking about Juneteenth and Ikea, but you know, it's, I guess it kind of still leads into why we should have some hope. There's, there was a few things this week. Some of these seem I, more trivial than others, but the first one. Yeah, I guess I, this is a random question. Mm-hmm. Is with like going back to like the Sean King thing, even though he mm-hmm. might not be black, he might not be, I don't know what the fuck he is. Um, will social media you think will ever even have, or if it's even necessary to have like the MLKs, the Malcolm X's? I mean, we know all these names, but will we know these names in the future as far as like the Tamika Mallory's or like the um, who will be the like, the, there are no like Dick Gregory's that I could think of, or maybe. I feel like um, Dr. Umar is kind of like Dick Gregory. <laughs> you mean like who's leading the charge on like yeah, on I mean, social? Like we, had, on- we had people back then. I guess now we just have Black Lives Matter, which is huge. But there's no like specific person in that sense. I mean, you could argue that it might be better that it's not one specific person. So one person can't be martyred or whatever. You know, I think. I, I think it's probably good that maybe it's not one person or one big thing. It's a lot of small things, which is kind of how you probably the best way to make change is a lot of small things happening all at once. So it's like hard to, you know, it's like the whack-a-mole, right? Yeah. If there's one that's popping up, you can probably always knock it down. But if it's like a bunch coming up at one time, it's much harder to... To, to keep them all down. Yeah, so, but it also seems like it's on the other side of that, it feels less organized too. It just seems like we're all just like I yeah. always say, the oppression Olympics in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like it just yeah. seems like it's just always 
something new in a sense and there's no mm-hmm. real i guess organization even if there is organizations um as i guess that charlemagne always say uh this generation would never let uh malcolm little become malcolm x in a sense mm. yeah uh, i mean uh, you i i'm just speaking off cuff here but you could also <clears throat> make the uh, i don't know where i was gonna use but in a weird fucked up way now it's almost like the black people who are getting killed and martyred are becoming that like a george floyd yeah or like like those are the names and things that people remember george floyd tamir rice yeah. mike brown um trayvon martin like though and that's fucked up right it's like damn yeah because they weren't you know they didn't and they weren't even they were just they were just black people they weren't they were just living their lives they're just living their lives and they are becoming the voice and that's why i think as a whole there's not just one because it's like i think more people anyone can like you know, I can identify with Mike Brown or Trayvon Martin when Tia can identify with Sandra uh, Bland, Sandra Bland or Brianna Taylor. And like all these people, you see, see what I'm saying? So it's like I look at. Yeah, I do get that. I just look at that a little different in a sense, mainly because they're not necessarily martyrs or they were necessarily they are part of a huge movement. That is the Black Lives Matters movement. Um that we all obviously support, follow, this and that. I I don't know. I just feel like we should still be marching damn near every fucking day. I feel because someone came up to me and they're like, who right now is the voice of black people? You know, because if someone would ask that in the 60s or the 70s, they would have said MLK or Malcolm X or yeah. Angela Davis or whatever. Like, I don't who would you say like Stacey Abrams, maybe? Or say like, Stacey, Stacey yeah. Abrams, maybe. Yeah. At lore, if she ever, I mean, not if she ever, but um, whenever she gets in the office, when she gets in the office, et cetera, or do or continue doing what she's doing, I don't know what her plans are. She can eventually be in that lore. Um, I think she's up there. We don't necessarily. I think now it's more pop culture people. Yeah. It's 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 not actual activists. It's like LeBron or Kendrick yeah. Lamar. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's, it's people like, like that. It's, people all of Eddie Glaude Jr. Uh, professor. I think he's at Princeton. I'm not sure, but I've read a lot of his stuff. He's he's great. Um, but he's not like these are the people that probably should him and like Michael Eric Dyson or somebody that probably should. Uh, yeah. I mean, the Barber, people that I think Robert of are Barber, mm. uh, North Carolina. Yeah. Um, but there's still back to the thing. There's still like, not, they're still not that voice. And maybe we'll never get to that voice. I don't know. Maybe we'll never have that one specific person anymore, but I also feel like that one or two or three people, those movements, I mean, we glorify this, but there were several movements. I mean, you had SNCC, you had Black Panthers, you had um, uh, Nation of Islam. I mean, you still have several movements, but they're also like very notable people <laughs> that you can specifically yeah. point to. I think now you may have to look at the intersection of the other things that 
that are that doesn't just mean black right so someone who's a part of you know the lgbtq plus community or any other community and then intersect that with black and maybe that's where the leaders from because like when i think of like thought leaders when it comes to race i'm thinking of like jenna wortham or like wesley morris or people like that or i'm trying to think of like some of the other books or um what's the woman who wrote um um how we get free and she also wrote um or she didn't write that i think she actually edited it and the girl who did the 1619 project right yeah. um she can't even get she can't even get her tenure yeah. <laughs> right um oh what's her name kianga yamata uh talking away from her, the mic by the way Ki- oh sorry kianga Yamata Taylor, like she she wrote um Ibrahim Kendi, is that how you pronounce his name? Uh, uh, the other dude um, anti-racist. Yeah, what's the other guy? Hanif Abdul Rakib, like people like that, I feel like, you know, are kind of like the thought leaders of the stuff, but they're still not really uh, like super well known. Yeah, I want like a convention. Like, I I was reading this um um I bought this book and it was like a convention that they had back in like the early 1900s where it was just a bunch of like, uh, it was white people and black people, but it was just a bunch of, um, I mean, Ida B. Wells was there. It was just a bunch of uh, thought leaders and just speaking about what's happening in America. They all just like came together. I don't know where I may have put that book, but I know I mentioned it before. But like that type of shit is the type of shit that we need. We needed. I'm sure they have that somewhere. I haven't heard of it. Uh, I know they have the NABJ, the black journalist uh, thing that they do every year or they did before COVID. Um, yeah. It's just one of the, it's just something to think about. Just one of those things. I don't know how you get there and find those specific people again. That's why like you just continue to read books and books that people write. But I just like, I don't know. It just feels like there is no organization. Um, And maybe that's a good thing now. Um, It's just, just, I don't know. It just feels disorganized. It just feels like we all are talking from different sides and it's yeah. just nothing that I feel that's being accomplished in a sense. It's just that. Well, I think it's because as time has evolved, people can, I think it's just because people um, can be themselves a little more and not feel so pigeonholed into one thing and can find groups of people. Yeah, the you know that they have commonalities across and stuff like that. But there, there's a there's an Instagram account. It's actually a bookstore in California. It's called Eddie's Liquor. Um, that I follow, and they always post like really great books. Yeah, book um, I was talking about is the Proceedings of the National Negro Negro Conference, New York, in 1909. Mm. Yeah, Lord. they got W. E. B. Du Bois. I mean, they got everybody talking in this book like it was crazy it was one of my yeah. favorite reads and they just talk about different shit ida wells ida b wells it was just everybody 
Yeah, go go to eddiesliquorworld.com. Go to their books. It's just like so many. Like I've ordered a bunch of books from them. Yeah. Um, and it's like all these books I've never heard of, and it's just like, damn, like there's just so much. There's just like a never-ending wealth of stuff to read. But yeah, I mean, you know, I I like I I would prefer it be a bunch of different voices than just one or two, honestly, because it's like and yeah i'm with you i just want and there's impossible this is pie in the sky just kind of want all of them to get on the same page and then if they get on the same page then all of us will be able to follow like in a sense like we follow black lives matter as the movement but there's Mm -hmm. no specific person that we're following in black lives matter in a sense so right now like but i think that but i think the reason that's good is because there is such a uh, um there's a lot of intersection within just the black community right so it's like if it's just let's just say it's just mlk right but then you have queer people like james baldwin whoever who are black but like mlk is not down so so it's you know what i'm saying so there's like gotta be different people but that intersect in different ways What's that? I said that I feel like that infighting is still there, which is always going to be there. Right. There's no way that it's not going to be there. I wish it wasn't there. Um, I just feel like that infighting is still there, but there's still nobody to corral. Yeah. <laughs> the group. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like even if it was like James Baldwin had his following, Malcolm X had his following and OK had his following. Um. And, and back then, they probably weren't as corralled, but I guess they were still, for the most part, yeah. fighting against the same. Thing. But I think back then, <clears throat> like James, like I'm, and maybe I'm wrong about this. I'm not really sure, but I'm sure that James Baldwin was probably, was he more popular after he died than whenever he was alive? I think now someone like him could be. No, I like mean, he was pretty popular. That. I mean, he, okay. there's a. Uh, speeches of him at harvard i mean he debated uh this guy named william s buckley on like national television i watched Uh, that one day i think i watched that too yeah Yeah, i just think that like someone it was pretty popular who isn't a straight cis man not s buckley someone who's not a straight cis black man or woman could become just as big as Malcolm X and MLK as they were in their prime, whereas that would have been nearly impossible to do back then. Yeah. All right. That that's my thing. But you know, oh, it is I'ma think about that this week to see who who is potentially the thought leaders. But yeah, I mean, I have my like the Mark Lamont Hills and people that I specifically follow. But mm-hmm. um I don't know. Hey, that's interesting. I feel like Amanda Seals could be up there, but every time they try to cancel her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes she'd be doing too much. Yeah, like, Not too much, but like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, she'd be doing, eh, I don't know. Sometimes not lately, like though. I've been, not lately. Yeah, she's been falling back lately. I've been feeling her lately. I've been feeling what she's been saying lately. Yeah, I mean, maybe that is now everything that's under why we should have hope seems trivial, except for the black people that are like really showing out for the Olympics. 
Yeah, we could just talk about that. Everything else, but um, yeah, yeah. Shout out to all black people. Oh God, Shakari Richardson. Shakari Richardson's yeah. just swag, just swag. She swag. is like Flojo to me, reincarnated. Like yeah. I love her so much. Just swag all around. I love it. Yeah, her. mom and, and I were watching it this weekend. Somebody was like, I read a tweet that was like, if if you learn how to say Beethoven and Aristotle, you can learn how to say Shakari. Exactly. It's not even that hard. Shout out. Yeah. I sent y'all that picture today. I just posted on Facebook of like all of the Olympic rings and it was like big hoop earring, bamboo earrings. I was like, yes, it's going to be lit. I look, I was like, damn, that would be a fire. You can, you can buy the shirt. It's only like $20. Oh shit. I need to get that. I know. I was gonna. I was, send me the I was link. gonna send it in the group. Yeah, um, please send me the yeah, link. I'll send it in the group. But it's, I looked it up because I was like, man, I bet this is sold out. But it wasn't, and it was only twenty bucks. Yeah, please send me that because I'm gonna need that. I don't think. Did you send it to me? Maybe you send it. I don't remember if you sent it in the text or in. The, oh no, here it is. I'll send it to you. Um, but yeah, like uh, I think that's such a such a good story. Shout out to Simone. Um, what's uh, uh Simone Biles? Yeah, she's amazing. Her name, her name's Simone, too. I think, oh. I think her name is Simone, too. And then the other girl, um, uh, Felix Simone Manuel. Is it yeah, Simone Felix, the one that uh, Nike kicked off when she got pregnant. Oh, uh, Damn, they kicked her off the- yeah, they like stopped sponsoring her or something. I don't know what the whole story was, but I know they feel like shit now. Damn, I missed that one. That was some year, a couple years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I missed that one. But see, yeah, this is also the dude. Uh, what's the tell? Was it Telflare? Is that how is that brand pronounced? Teflar. Teflar, the the TC, whatever, like you know, all the the tote bags and yeah, Teflar uh, Clemens. Yeah, he's doing Liberia's. Uh, uh, their outfits, like, you know how like their outfits. Yeah, like I think Norma the U.S. has like Ralph Lauren do it, but he's doing Liberia's, which I thought is pretty cool. Yeah, I guess that's not American per se. But I don't know. Maybe I maybe he's Liberian, I guess. I'm not sure. Right. Or has Liberia some lineage to Liberia. Obama destroyed. Ooh, is that Liberia. He's from Queens, New York. I put them in all the slavery. I don't know. I could be completely wrong about that. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. But that Teflar guy, he's a Liberian American fashion designer, but he was born in Queens. Oh, okay. So he, okay. So his family's from Liberia. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I figured. Cause Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm pretty sure he's from New York, but that makes sense. But that's cool. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, I love the um, Summer Olympics because I love gymnastics. Um, I love watching the track and feel. And I'll, hell, I'm going to watch the swimming now. I'm yeah, in there because I feel like we always had, you know, I remember Dominique Dawes growing yeah. up. Yeah. Um, oh, no, never mind. Not Flojo, but who was Jackie Jorner Kersey? Yeah. Um, what was the runner? The guy, Mike Johnson? Like, yeah. Yeah. Flojo was a little bit before your time. I had a Flojo doll. I remember Flojo, but I remember mm. Flojo from like Jet magazine covers and stuff. Yeah. It wasn't Liberia, it was Libya. That's what I was thinking about. Sorry, Obama. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. Um, that's pretty cool though. Shout out to Liberia. Yeah. Oh no, man. It's um, yeah. It'll be, you know, a fun thing to watch this um, this summer. I do always love because like summer Olympics always just reminds me of like being at grandma's house in the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watching it there. But it's always a good, a good home type of memory. Yeah, I love the Olympics. Yeah, but man. I think that about wraps it up this week. You know, I don't, who knows what's going to happen <laughs> next week, but damn, I feel like everything. It's so funny how stuff like happens in like one or two days in a week. It's so funny because most of these things happen. Yeah. Like street day happened like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as always, if you want to follow us underscore group text on Instagram or Twitter, email us at group text podcast at gmail.com. Sorry if I forget to put show notes for links to stuff because I legit forget to do that every week. Um, any parting words that anyone may have? Speak now or forever hold your peace. I got nothing. But if we forget links, just look it up on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Google it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Google it. You can find all of our individual ads in the uh, show notes. But it's been real. We will catch y'all next week. Do such. A Shishkin Productions podcast.